Our very own Christian Miller recently spent 10 days in Zambia, Africa, serving with African Vision Hope. We sit down with him and talk about his experiences there and a whole lot more on this episode of Here at Home. Welcome to the Here at Home podcast, a podcast about the people here at McGregor, their stories, their ministry, and their love for Jesus. My name is Mark Bricker, your host for the Here at Home podcast. And joining me on today's podcast, our very own executive producer, Christian Miller. Well, hello there. Man, this is this is awesome. I, I was hoping we could pull this off where you could be both guest and producer and uh, with your amazing technical abilities, piece of cake. Well, I tried, so. Well, so far, let's not get too, <laughs> too far ahead <laughs> of ourselves. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> so I love doing things a little bit different, and this is an opportunity because normally uh, you might, every once in a while, I'll ask a question and you might bring your voice into the, uh, the conversation. And actually, you have been a guest, but you weren't. Uh, behind the, the desk. Yeah, you were sitting at the table, you and uh, Jeff Eskridge, and we talked about uh, social media and the church. But this is a lot different because you're still doing your producing uh, responsibilities as well as guesting. I don't know if that's actually a guesting. Guesting. Did, are you going to put that in the urban dictionary now? Yep. Guesting. guesting. You want to be a you want to guesting on my uh, podcast? You're guesting. Guesting. Uh, but the reason I wanted you on here is because you are fresh off, relatively speaking, a a ten day experience on the mission field, and this yeah. is not your first trip to Zambia, Africa. I know that, but anytime somebody is just back from being a part of something like that. And I, I, I haven't really had a chance to sit down and talk with you about it yet. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually really looking forward to hear, you know, all that you did while you were over there. So first of all, talk about the destination and the ministry that you are serving over there in, uh, in Zambia. Yeah. So, um, I, flew over to Lusaka, Zambia, which is like a 24 hour airplane ride. And so that was, that was fun. Very riveting. Well, not um, just one airplane. Ride. Yeah, it was, it was three. Multiple. There's yeah. three. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, but the, um, the country of Zambia is, there's a lot of extreme poverty. Hmm. Um, and there, for some of the population, there's like no hope of getting out of that poverty. And so um, there's ministries like African Vision of Hope that um, are coming into um, these countries and they're basically educating these kids to end the cycle of poverty. Right. And an education can, can, can do a lot of that. Yes. Yes. So you've been there before, so this wasn't your first time there. And actually, let's we need to let our listeners know that African Vision Hope is a partner with McGregor Baptist mm -hmm. Church. In fact, they are a long-term partnership. I, 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 you know, probably at least ten years, maybe that they have been a part of our GIC, our Global Impact Celebration, and uh, we haven't sent a ton of teams over there because it's. It's, it's a long, long way to go. Yes, it is. It's very long. <laughs> but uh, we have sent some, and uh, but this time you were a team of one, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, was that hard? No, I mean I've done it before. I've done uh, that whole track by myself, but uh, I don't know. I guess when you get used to it, you get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so flying solo. So you're so you were there ten days. Uh, walk us through a little bit about 
some of the the main things that you were doing as part of this this mission ten days? Yeah. Um, so for for me, um, I mean, obviously, I'm a little gifted when it comes to uh, media stuff and content specifically. So um, I mainly focused on um, getting content for marketing and their magazine stuff like that and just being able to tell the different stories of the students that they are having an impact on. They do produce a very nice looking magazine. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, I got a copy of that in the mail not too long ago. And yeah. enjoyed reading through that. Yeah, very well done piece. So you're over there shooting video, taking pictures, just capturing a lot of content. Was that all you did over there while you were there? Um, I was able to catch up with our, um, we, as McGregor, we sponsor one of their seminary students. So Uh I was able to sit down and kind of do a little chat with him and see how school's going. And, um, what's his name? His, (laughs) well, there, there, there's like 12 students. Um, his name, man, it's very complicated. And of course (laughs) you'd put me on the spot like that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So how's it going for him? Um, he's doing good. He's almost done. So he's looking um, to see where he's going to um, basically teach, preach, and um, become a pastor after school, essentially. Tell us a little bit about the seminary program that they have there. Yeah. Um, so usually uh, a lot of these, like, guys are there, they come to seminary and they kind of hope and pray that they can get themselves through the education and get through seminary. And so um, the cool thing with African Vision of Hope is they see the different students and how they're doing, and they basically um, help them by providing a scholarship. So. Mm-hmm. To provide with. And when they finish, now this is separate from the, the school program, mm-hmm. uh, but this is really training pastors. Yes. That, that already live there, they can come get this experience and mm-hmm. then go on and, and hopefully pastor churches correctly. Yeah. Yeah, and so how long have they had that seminary going? I know I'm asking a lot of questions that you didn't know I was gonna ask you. Yeah, well, I don't know about that question. <laughs> um, a long time. I think so, <laughs> but uh, well, the schools have, their schools have been around longer than seminary, so. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the schools and, and what they do in that area. Yeah. So there's uh, like five schools um, kind of like scattered across Zambia um, and all different places. One school is so far out that it takes like a 12 hour like ride from Lusaka. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I haven't visited that one, but um, I've, I've visited majority of them. So, um, but it's really cool to see just, I mean, going out like two to three hours and how different even just the cultures and the different language and dialect that they use. I mean, they still use the same language, but it's a different dialect. So it's Mm -hmm. just, it's, it can be completely different because people don't, they don't drive and they're just confined to the area that they can walk around. Yeah. What, um, what was one thing that was because, you know, having been there before was that stood out that was different this time for you that you're like, wow, this really was. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the cool thing about, um, African vision of hope is they have uh, child protection officers or CPOs. So their, uh, primary objective is to take care of these students. So, um, for instance, we, 
we were doing a house visit with uh, with one of the CPOs, and we were following up with a student that hasn't been showing up to school for a while. And so we visited her house, and we saw that she um, was home alone with her like with three of her other siblings left with her 21 year old brother to take care of them. Mm. And, um, from there, the CPO was basically trying to figure out like what's going on, where's her parents and why isn't she at school? And then we found out that, um, her dad was never in the, f- the picture and her mom has been away for six months to mm. go fishing and to basically go and sell the fish so that she can support her family and to provide rent but she hasn't been there for the past six months, meaning they're six months late on rent and th- their landlord was basically on the verge. I mean, that, that day, the day after they were gonna be evicted. Wow. So if we didn't intervene, they would have Lost had nothing. house and they've been out on the streets. Mm-hmm. That so, was a neat God moment there, right? Yeah, it was, because we were able to um, provide to basically not get them evicted and then try to get them back into school. And by that point they only ate just like one to, well, like two to three meals a week, a week, not, not a day, but a week. So, um, with them going back to school, I mean, they get a hot lunch and then, um, they're able to eat. (laughs) And so, and then also too, I think we, they gave him, they gave the, the older brother a job to basically I mean, be a groundskeeper at, ah. at the school that his sister was going to. Oh, so. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So he's maybe incentivized not only to bring, make sure she goes to school, but he, he's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> that's neat. Any other stories like that, that, uh, that you got to experience while you were there? Yeah. Well, so the cool thing is, um, Avo has been around long enough that now their students have graduated and they've gone through college and a lot of them are now teachers at the schools at the that sc- they oh, went to. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So. so you're seeing people that are teaching that were in the schools Yeah. when you were there before. Now, when, when did you go for the first time? I went back in 2018. 2018. So mm-hmm. four, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they've already gone through college. Now they're back. Yeah. How long does college take there? Is it a little shorter? No, it, well, I, I haven't seen it, but like, it's cool to see. Okay. Like their students graduating and, and then coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is very neat. How many students do they have in the schools? Do you know? I, know, yeah. I don't know that number on top of my head. Do they have five it, schools? It, yes. It's a lot. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> really big schools. That's a big number. <laughs> yes. And they keep on expanding and they're also in the process of building a STEM school. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, the best or the brightest of their students will be able to go to the STEM school. So. Science, technology, engineering, engineering. and math. Yep. Oh, look at you. Wow. I'm impressing you, aren't I? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I thought I had it. Um, so, um, you plan on going back again? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I love being over there and I love, um, reconnecting with everyone. And, um, I also on this past trip, I connected with Judy, the, uh, president of African vision of hope. And she love Judy. Yes. She's, she's awesome. awesome. I mean, she started this whole organization, but she's also like the coolest down to earth person that you'll ever meet. So yeah. maybe we can get her on a, on a zoom call 
podcast sometime. I think so. That would be that would be neat. We should have done it for this one. Can you call her up? No, I'm just kidding. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, so planning on going going back. Maybe maybe uh, next time you're over there, we we do a do a remote podcast and uh, you know, how's the technology over there? That's a good question. Do they? Do they have any kind of high-speed internet? No, no, <laughs> no everything, everything's cellular. Um, I think as Americans, we are very uh, entitled to, I mean, just yeah. surfing the web and- um, We think it's our American right to have high-speed. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that, and then also just unlimited. Mm-hmm. Nothing is unlimited over there. Oh, so they're paying by the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the megabyte. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you have to get bundles and basically pay for how much you use. How fast? I mean, is it like three G, four G? Where are they in the? I mean, depending on your carrier, it's like four G. Okay, so, so yeah. it's not bad. No, yeah, it just depends on where you're at. Right. If so. you're far out in a rural area it probably gets even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we could still pull it off maybe if we wanted to, if you're over there next time. Maybe. Or we just take a whole podcast team over there. and uh, <laughs> You can come with me, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's that 24-hour plane ride. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. coming. Not, it's not as young as I used to be. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's like crazy. What are the, what are the, like where you stay while you're there? What are the conditions for teams that when they go? Uh, well, they actually, they just built a mission house. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So so, pretty, pretty nice then, huh? Yes. It's nice. Okay, good. Do you have hot water for shower? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the, not this last time, but the time before we stayed at seminary and, um, that for some strange reason, the hot water heater wasn't working and it was. And we went during the winter and it was cold Ooh. and trying to take a hot, a cold shower mm. in the cold winter is not fun. But I've been on a few mission trips in the day where we had no hot water. Yes. So I get that. But, you know, it's maybe that is something that our, our church looks at and, and having a, a team going back there sometime in the near future. I'm sure they would love that. Uh, anything else about the trip that stands out that you, you know, really like to share with our listeners? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I would say, um, what was something that God taught you this, this year on the trip that he taught me challenged you with maybe even revealed to you about yourself. You know, sometimes you're on these trips and you know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for him to speak into our lives through through his word. And I don't know. I feel like it was, I was more focused on like, what can I do to like serve these kids? Mm. So I think that was kind of the mentality that I was thinking. So um, what did your day look like then? I mean, if you're, I know you were, you were taking pictures and videotaping, but I mean, is that all you did all day long or what were some of the, yeah. the really? <laughs> yeah. Each day we uh, like had a different school to visit. And then from there, so we would visit the school and I had a very, very long shot list. Like it was very long. And cause like I had to get this, I had to get that, I had to do this and do that. And um, we, I mean, we, we had a different, we, we had another, we had a family with us that was kind of doing like a vision trip. And so they were just kind of seeing what African Vision of Hope was doing. Right. So I, I had my, I had my shot list. And so like the, the team would go this way, one way, and then I would go in the opposite direction because I'm like, I need to get this stuff. 
<laughs> I don't have time to wait. <laughs> They're always chasing after you. Yeah. And then um, after we would visit the school, we would do just like house visits. And then from there, we would travel back. Um, one day we took um, some of the student, for some of the, uh, I believe it some of the seventh graders and the fifth graders on a field trip. Ah. And that was a lot of fun. I bet. Oh my goodness. It was, um, it was a golf course that had animals just like going around walking like there were zebras and giraffes. A golf course. <laughs> yeah. Like a safari golf course. Essentially. <laughs> it's like when they do those putt-putt golf courses where they have all the animals, but this is like real animals was, on a real golf course. <laughs> uh, yes. On a real golf course. <laughs> Like putt putt all big and <laughs> yep 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 and we took some students um, from Kalikiliki one of our one of the schools and they those students have never like left the city or left the compound and it, they were like wow I don't have to worry about like taking after my siblings and doing this and that I can actually have fun and be a kid so that was really cool mm. to see that that is that sounds like it was a great great trip for you great experience. Mm -hmm. uh, Anything, anything else that uh, you'd say? Hey, this, this, I'm different because of, uh, that goes back to the question I didn't let you finish answering. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit different because, uh, or I'm a little stronger in my faith because of this trip. I guess that, um, I mean, every single time that I I do go, I mean, I, and we visit um, the compounds and we visit the different students and just to see the the living conditions that they're in. I mean, literally there's some houses that are half the size of this this room in the podcast studio and it's just a, a mm. shack and yeah. like six to 12 people can be living in this one tiny little place that has no electricity, no running water. And um, it, but they're, they're grateful and they're I mean, grateful for everything that they have. And it's cool to see the faith that they have. And honestly, it's inspiring um, to see how they're living their lives and to um, see how they're praising God and how they, they are pursuing him and loving him. So mm -hmm. even through everything that they've been through, they're still um, just strong. So Yeah can bring a little bit of conviction in our own lives when mm -hmm. we can get so easily distracted and we have so many things, perhaps that's why we get so easily distracted, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. their faith is perhaps in some ways more pure and focused on the Lord than ours can be at times. So yeah, it's a, I, I, I can relate to that because almost every time I come back from being a part of any kind of mission experience overseas, that's, that's kind of the same reality as, mm -hmm. wait a minute, how can they, have such joy when they have so little. Well, it's because it's not dependent on their circumstances or their yeah. things. It's dependent upon the ultimate source of truth and joy, and that's mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we let other things creep in our lives very easily. Begin to make things idols and uh, begin to worship sometimes the wrong things. So yeah, good reminder for all of us, Christian. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. I've also, I, I think this trip I came back and I redefined the word hungry. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I feel like uh, at least I've always used the word like hungry whenever like my stomach just feels uncomfortable, even though like I'm pretty sure I can go without food for <laughs> longer than 
what my stomach feels. Right. So um, I think I came back and I was like, man, my stomach feels uncomfortable or I'm uncomfortable. And I'm like, why are you uncomfortable? And people would be like, why are you uncomfortable? And I'm like, well, I mean, you would say that I'm hungry, but I wouldn't say that I'm hungry because I know where my next meal is coming from. Right. I know that I have food. So, yeah. Did you experience some real hunger over there? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me, yeah, I had to go a whole day. I was so busy and we didn't get to eat. And uh, No. I mean, what you saw and what people there were experiencing, yes. yeah, without food. Yeah, yes. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we, we live in a state of abundance mm-hmm. in so many areas and food is one of them, overabundance for a lot of people. So, yeah, good, good word. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing that and kind of taking the time to be both producer and uh, guest for the Here at Home podcast. And uh, I thank you for all you do for all these podcasts. I know uh, obviously from the Here at Home podcast, I appreciate that, but also Talk Truth and Beyond the Notes and many of our special edition podcasts that we drop on the McGregor podcast channel. Uh, any uh, any words you'd like to say to our listeners, uh, encouraging them to, to, to listen to, to our podcast or anything coming up or anything you want to share? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I put you on the spot there. Yeah, you did. Uh, but <laughs> I, I would w- say, I mean, it would be amazing if this is impacting your life, if you can leave a review. Mm-hmm. Um, it does look really, really good when you guys leave reviews and Honestly, I, I want to know what what do you what do you like about our podcast? Yeah, that's so. a good. I appreciate you saying that uh, because we really would like that to hear how we could make it better. And if you feel like there's some constructive criticism that you just you know you can always email us. Uh, mm-hmm. My email is mark.bricker at mcgregor.net and Christians is christian.miller at mcgregor.net and yeah. We'd love to hear any any feedback, but yeah. uh, I know we've shifted from our subject of missions and <laughs> onto onto the onto other the other ministry that uh, that you're and both of us are involved in. But uh, I know you have a real heart to continue to use this ministry to edify the body of Christ, to mm-hmm. encourage the body of Christ, to to help the body of Christ grow, and that's why we have these multiple. Uh, podcast, mm-hmm. the you know the here at home podcast is designed to be just really a, a a time of encouragement, but the talk truth as well as the beyond the notes, as well as the sermons on Sunday, those are all designed to mm-hmm. to, to, to to encourage discipleship and spiritual growth. Um, it can be used in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. And who knows? There may be some new ones coming down the pike in the in the not too distant future. So you always want to make sure you're subscribed (laughs) to McGregor podcast and uh, you never know what might show up in your feed. This is true. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Over there playing with your toys. All right. Well, I think uh, that means uh, we probably had to wrap up this episode of here at home. So Christian, thank you for joining me and uh, thanks. Thanks to our listeners also for being a part of our here at home podcast community. And we'll see you in a couple weeks right back here at home.